Hello, and welcome to the Unapologetically Imperfect Podcast. Hi, this is Claire. And this is Keon. And this podcast is for all those mamas out there. Whether you're a working mom, a work-from-home mom, a stay-at-home mom, a single mom, a married mom, all moms. Because sometimes being a mom is the absolute best. And sometimes, girl, it's the absolute worst. This is your midweek mama moment to get you over the hump. We're going to start with a little mama dance party right now. Take a moment just for you to dance like nobody's watching. Remember how good it feels to move your body just for you. Go mamas. Go mamas. Go, go, go mamas. Prove it out. Hey, mamas, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, you are mamas. Welcome back. It's Wednesday, midweek. We're here. Yes, we are so excited. So this week's episode is called The College Application Hustle. Girl. (laughs) So so y'all know I have been through this with my oldest one. Like two years ago, was it two years? About two years ago, huh? Yeah, crazy, oh right? My gosh, let me tell you, like it was a very stressful time. Mm-hmm. I, when I tell you that my focus was that, I am not lying to you. My focus was that, like I have a business, but I was like, I got to get this kid in school. <laughs> so it was, we had charts and we had dry erase boards. Girl, listen. There was a, a file system and, and, and girl, it was no joke. I know. I am more stressed out about my baby's college applications than I was about my own. Like, sure. (laughs) But this process is so different than when we were kids. It is. It is. So different. And the stakes are higher. Like, I felt like everybody who wanted to go to college for the most part went to college. And now you have all these stories of people who, you know, are trying to go to a Cal State and aren't getting into state schools. Yes. Because there's so many kids wanting to go to school and not enough spaces. So my heart is like pounding. Well, and that I want was an issue we dealt with because my son applied to state schools and didn't get into the state schools. See? That's and what I'm saying. Right? You would think like it's very stressful. And it's what what I think was stressful for me is I was like <laughs> about it. And I wasn't that way about my own. I will tell you all, and my sister, if she listens to this, will laugh because I applied to one school and one school only. And my sister (laughs) said, where are you applying? I was like, Cal State Fullerton. And she was like, where else are you applying? I was like, Cal State Fullerton. And she was like, well, what if you don't get it? I was like, I'll think about it then. And then she was like, well, I'm applying here. My sister, she applied to multiple schools. I'm going to be honest with you people. I was a lazy child and did not want to have to do an essay. I think about that now. It was stupid. Don't judge right. me. So I, <laughs> I'm applying to the school and that's where I'm going. And the reason why I applied to the school is because I went to a college day. I got a bunch of, you know, brochures from different schools. That right. was the one that was like, that's the one for whatever reason, I was drawn to it. So that's where I applied and I did get in. Uh, I did not stress about it. My son, on the other hand, I was going berserk trying to help him. And he was so nonchalant and like unstressed out about it that it stressed me out more. 
right i was like why are you so relaxed why are you so and i'd be like i remember i think we got like our first acceptance and it was like we got our first acceptance he was like cool i'm like no that feels good (laughs) so parents you are out there dealing with the college application hustle right now we totally understand it is not easy it is stressful and it's even more stressful right now with this whole pandemic and all this stuff going on Girl, listen i'm in the midst of it right now so my oldest is a senior this year and we cannot take an sat to save our lives so she was supposed to take her first sat the end of march oh Oh, guess what that didn't happen because i wanted her to just take the sat like just to have an idea of it let's see where we land so that when it was really crunch time we knew what things she needed to study and she wouldn't feel so nervous because she had already done it. Well, girl, we have signed up for this doggone thing four times. It is canceled every single time as wow. early as two weeks ago. Oh my goodness. So for That's and, frustrating. Well, in the fr- most frustrating thing is outside of the UCs, nobody else has said, you know what? We just not doing the SATs. Mm -hmm. Most of them are saying SAT optional. So I'm certain that there are some states that are more open than others than we are here in California. So what I know is about application systems. And so if my child is exactly the same as some other child, same GPA, same basic extracurricular, and that child has an SAT score that's, you know, good to moderate. And my child has no SAT score, like nobody's clarifying whether or not it'll weigh against my child. And I have a sneaking suspicion that it will. So just the SAT alone, you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't think, <laughs> it's, I, you know, it's so funny too, because I look back and my, <laughs> this is how we are so different. <laughs> my sister in eighth grade, her eighth grade graduation, I think she got like top of her eighth grade class. And so she right. was this gift card to get a book at a bookstore. And so my sister in eighth grade went and got an SAT preparedness book. I was in high school and didn't own one. (laughs) one. I remember she got that book and she said, do you want to borrow it to study? And I was like, study for what? And she said the SAT. And I said, I'm not studying for the SAT. Um, I got pencil. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to take the test. (laughs) It's funny because I look back now and I'm like, wow. (laughs) But I did fine. And I had a good enough GPA. PA along with my SAT to get into Cal State Fullerton at the time. So I was not stressing, but this just, my sister and I are two very different. She's like a 4.0 plus student. She has her PhD, like people. I got my master's. That was like, not something I thought I was going to do, but I'm just saying like, we're very different. She was very type A. She was, I get the assignment on Tuesday and I know it's not due till two Tuesdays from now. She started the assignment on Tuesday. I was that kid that started the assignment that weekend before it was due. <laughs> but <laughs> so I did not study for the SAT, but this SAT thing is serious. And in some areas, they like the ACTs. What is right? ACTs? Are they having the same? Well, the ACT is a wrap. I cannot find the ACT mm-hmm. anywhere. And that's the other thing. Like I had wanted my child to try the, S- the ACT because yes. sometimes some students do better on the ACT yes. than they do the SAT. So did. I wanted, you know, just to see what our best score would be, how it worked out. All of those options are really like up in the air. And I, I think like, I have the opposite situation than you have. My child is 
very anxious. Like we will have tearful moments, like just all the pressure and everything going on. It's adding to it now too, because all the uncertainty and then these kids who are getting accepted, but oh no, don't come to campus. You're going to be learning from home. You know, that's causing even more like- Totally. Well, particularly for her, because one, she's not getting her senior year, right? Like they have already missed, you know, that's supposed to be a senior sunrise. You know, they're supposed to go watch the sunrise together. It's supposed to be a dance, the beginning of school dance, all of, you know, the rah-rah with the football season and fun. My child, she doesn't really care about football, but she loves that social aspect of hanging out with your friends every Bro, Friday night. I miss football. I miss the social aspect of going to the football <laughs> game. I saw my husband post the other day, we should be at a high school game right now. I said, I don't even care what high school. I just want to go to a high school football game. Right? You not understand. You know, little overcooked it. hot dog and some uh, popcorn. Some nachos you don't need. Right? That some, uh, you know, 15-year-old from ASB poured way too much goop on. Girl, that's. Girl, there's, first of all, I'm just going to say there ain't way too much goop when it comes to nachos. Don't be giving me nachos with no cheese, like two drops of cheese and 50 nachos chips. No, I want a layer of chips, a layer of cheese, a layer of chips, a layer of cheese. I don't want to get down to the bottom and just be eating chips. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Sam, what she's going through because she's missing all of the things that yes. simplify senior year. Yep. On top of the fact now. There's all this craziness and uncertainty and fluidity with how are we getting into school? How is that going to work? That adds more stress. It's so stressful. In addition to like, we were supposed to this summer go to the college tours and visit. So, you know, she's like, I don't even know. And obviously there are lots of virtual tours. She has been participating. And parents, those of you, I'm just going to say this, those of you who have a senior applying Many of the schools, if you participate in a virtual tour or a virtual panel or all those things, at the end, they're offering participants sometimes um, fee waivers, application fee waivers, and some schools are offering a deposit discount if you accept that school. Oh, wow. So it is worth it, worth it, worth it, worth it to start having your child on their free time attend. The one challenge I will say is most of them are during the day. And I don't think the colleges are thinking these are high schoolers. They're in class. Like Why why do you have something at 2 a.m., especially for those school or 2 a.m., 2 p.m., especially for those schools on the East Coast? So for them, it's five. But for, uh, you know, like all that craziness. So, yeah. Um, crazy because I remember just my son visiting schools my husband and him did a lot of school visits and we did some together and I think we did a few as a family but there was a lot of traveling my husband did with him when he really started trying to pin down where he wanted to go and that was an exciting time it was stressful but it was exciting too because he would go visit these schools and get to hang out with the other players and these teams he was trying to see if the school was for him and trying to gauge it and everything and that was an exciting time and you know my husband looks back and that was fun for him right that, that bonding him. yeah that father-son time traveling to these schools and visiting these schools you know so now it's like ooh, you know I have a sophomore in high school so we'll be going through this in a couple years and I'm hoping things have gotten a little bit back to normal by then but you just never know so we have right. to figure out how to how to adapt how to how we always talk about our new normal like what are we having to do so that idea of the virtual tours and stuff is excellent thanks for letting people know about that because 
that could be a great way for you to get a tour. I mean, it's not the same as being in person. I totally get it. We visited some schools in person, like, and this is <laughs> me. We were on one campus and I was like, oh my God, I think I want to go back to school. This is so cool. <laughs> and my kids looking at me like, please do not come to school. Do not, do not go to school with me. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I think what we're going to have to do, and I talked to my daughter about this and my husband, like we're going to have to do our tours on acceptances. I don't want her going to a school that she hasn't visited. Yeah. Um, and it's so what I told her place. is exactly, once we get our acceptances, you'll take your top three acceptances and we'll just go visit those schools. Yeah. Um, because she's got it. She's got to step on the campus. Because you you've got to feel like I, you've got to be able to walk and see the, you know, like some, some schools will actually take you on a, a tour tour. and you Right, exactly. So I'm not sure. Like. You know what I mean? It's, well, exactly. What does the dorm look like? What is, you know, what does the social life look like? Like, are there, and even like stuff like, like how far away is the Black Beauty Supply? Is there a Black Beauty Supply in this town? Because yeah. if there's not, you know, you're going to have to drop ship her some stuff, right? I know that, but I'm just saying she's got to be, a, what happens when she's got something she got to go real quick? It's, some towns, there is none and right. they don't even have it at the Walmart. So, yeah. you know, understanding that, because colleges are such a microcosm, right? Mm -hmm. So on the tour and in the panel, I am certain schools are working to make sure that it's as diverse a panel as possible, right. um, you know, both in gender and ethnicity and all that to kind of draw in as many students as possible. However, once you leave that campus, you are in a community. Yeah. Oh, I need to lay my eyes on that community oh, yeah. and make sure that my child is welcome. Like, is there a church for my kid to go to? Like, oh, my husband did the same thing. Like, he, my son was on campus out of school and he said, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out and see what the community is like. Like, I'm going to go here. He went to a place, just like a little bar place to have a beer and just kind of right. And like, see how friendly people were. And he was like, right. People were very friendly. You know, in some areas he went to, there was one place he went to and they were talking about the division in the, the town between this church, these people who follow this and people follow this. And, you know, just all that kind of information and just right. how far are you away from stuff? Like, are you in the middle of nowhere? Right. How far are you from the airport? You know, those yes. kind of things. Because there yeah. were some schools, we told my son, if you go to that school, you won't be able to come home as often as if you went to this school. Because first of all, you're going to have to get to the nearest place for the airport. You got to go like an hour to get to this town to be able to get to an airport. Like it's going to create more, you know. Right, distance, yeah. Distance. So, and, and it was an area like my husband doesn't even go to visit for work. So it was like some places it was like, hey, I have an office near this town. This would be great because if I come to, for work, I can visit you. Like right. those were all those things we had to try and take into consideration. Right. And just also the diversity. I mean, that was a question we asked quite a bit when we would go to tours, like how was the diversity? And those campuses that were very open that were like, it's not great, but we are working on it. That's right. Like, that is our, is our purpose is to kind of get the diversity. That was helpful, you know? It is. And I have been having Naomi on those, um, on those calls, my daughter, have her list of questions and help her think through what's really important about her academics, but also what's important about her social aspect. Here's the funniest thing. So there's a particular school. She's actually looking at some schools in New York. I think this oh, coronavirus, I know this coronavirus has made her want to go away, like, uh, 
way. Yeah. And I'm like, I totally get it. She's like, I want to get out the house. And so if I'm going to have to shelter in place, I'm going to shelter in place someplace else. Totally, which is fine with me. Uh, but it was really funny. So she's asking all these questions about social things. And one of the schools in New York, they have discounted uh, Broadway tickets for girl. That school went to like... <laughs> She's all near top of her list. I'm like, okay, and you we could get Broadway tickets. We are like, that's not funny. But they discount it. She's being frugal because she could get a discount on the Broadway tickets. Look, I'm gonna go visit her. Where school is it? I'm gonna go go visit her because I'm going to a Broadway show. Let's go, girl. But I will say, like, those kind of things are important questions to ask that they don't necessarily think about presenting. And so if you are in that situation where you're trying to help your student get a feel for a school, get excited about a school, have those list of questions that are really important. If there's something they love bike riding, they need to ask, is there a bike trail near the campus? Some campuses, I know some of the tours, those campuses have bikes that are rentable. Yeah. That are already there because a lot of the students come from another state. So they're not expecting somebody to put a bicycle on an airplane and come. So they have bikes that you rent for the year. So it is your bike for the year to go throughout. And it's a really friendly kind of bike community. Or this one school, I was like, they are really trying to get the foodies. They literally did a whole tour of like their cafeteria dining comments. The most and important part of the tour, to be girl, honest. I was like, look at no, my baby was like, look at the picture. I was like, look at, I was like, oh, I want to go to that school. Is that I'm telling you, every school we visited when we got to the cafeteria, some part, of these schools my are not like, playing. Let me put this one on my list. They got sushi. <laughs> <laughs> when she visits because that like, this place literally had a whole crepe station like they had one school had a whole sushi they had a sashimi bar every day the the guy was doing the thing they had a whole like i'm just basically to let me know if she ends up going to that <laughs> i will have to plan a visit to see my niece and make sure yes. she's okay no, she will appreciate the visits. So yeah, so I know for us, that has been something that has helped kind of lower her anxiety because she can see there is going to be something for her. She There yeah. is, it's going to happen. There are these exciting things that are coming because senior year is like really kind of becoming, you know, but there are these exciting things and they're these really cool people. And I'm certain that the the you know admissions department are making sure they've got their most unique kids and their yeah, most interesting yeah. kids girl there was this one tour i'm certain that she put this school on her list because of the little boy that was on the panel he was a cute little boy i don't get you wrong a little cute little boy well, with a little afro but i'm like girl, he's people. probably a senior he's gonna be gone by the time you get there <laughs> but maybe that's a good gauge of what's there I'm just saying, no, right? <laughs> these are important things when you're a college student. Like, will there right? be cute boys on campus? <laughs> right? I know, right? Well, for her perspective, for sure. She's like, oh, mommy, I really think I want to go to this school. I'm like, she like, okay. that boy named again. <laughs> exactly. What, what dorm did you say you were in? What? You were involved in the thespian club and what other club? Yeah. She's she like, oh, I'm in that club. <laughs> But on the series, like the the teams when he would go. Oh yeah, because your baby was playing ball. Yeah, and so there was one. There was a few schools where he actually dormed with the players. 
overnight. Oh, that's cool. So he got to hang with them all night and like just kind of, and, and some schools, like he, my husband was like, there was one school he was for sure that was going to be the one my son wanted to go to. Yeah. And then when they got a chance to talk, he was like, I just didn't feel it with the players. Like he didn't feel like he meshed well. He didn't feel like he fit in well. He just was mm. not feeling it. And he was like, nah, I don't want to go there. And my husband was like, so shocked. He was like, they had like great, like the whole like facilities and everything. He says, I was for sure that was the one, but he didn't mesh with the players and didn't feel like he would fit in well we were like there you oh, go. Then. and so it's good to kind of get the information any way you can because right now yes. it's so different so you just have to figure out the best way to get right. the information you can to make them feel comfortable and then I think what you're doing is great because take the ones you've been accepted to take those top ones go visit them and then get a better feel for it. Yeah, and then that's what we're gonna have to do out. because I want I want her to be so excited about where she goes, like to be like, woo, to buy all the gear and be, you know, yes. sweat shirted, hatted, whatever up because she's excited because this is her new spot. Yeah. So in the meantime, we're trying to just get it all. So, I mean, the, I know for me, um, I am probably a little bit more liberal with allowing her to apply than I probably would have been prior to COVID. Really? Just because I feel like there's so much uncertainty out there. I don't really know where things are going to land. I know a lot of students who probably, particularly in California, what, um, I spoke to like one of the college counselors that I was speaking to, and they're expecting a lot more California students to attempt to stay in California. Wow. And so, you know, because that, of that worries so about- good for kids to go away. Like our son went away the first year and um, even though he's home now, his experience there, he got to experience life. No, I totally back. agree, but I, I think people are worried about COVID, you yeah, know? COVID is everywhere. So you see that, Cal State Long Beach, they don't have to shut down stuff there because these children did not understand what social distancing meant and what gathering. And I now know. I had to like two weeks, y'all, y'all gonna be on lockdown. It's happening <laughs> everywhere. Unless no, you're gonna have kids, unless you're gonna have kids learning from home. But then that's the other thing. I've talked to people that are like, why am I paying all this tuition? And my child's sitting in a room at a desk at home and I'm still paying all these dues and all these fees as if they were gonna be on campus and they're not. I know the universities are going to have to do something about that because um, the cost benefit analysis of spending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for an experience. And, and that's really, I think, from a parent's perspective, I want my child to get her degree. Absolutely. That's a no, you know, brainer. But I also want her to begin to grow into the woman that she's going to be. And I know my collegiate experience helped me do that, helped me try a little thing, push the boundaries of things I wanted to do and didn't want to do, got to learn vicariously through some girls in my dorm, like, ooh, girl, that? <laughs> I'm not about to. You know, I want that for her. So, you know, we are really just, I, I, have given her no limits. I think probably prior to COVID, I probably would have said, okay, here are your numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, pick your schools. And now I'm really That's not doing really that. Some of that is very exciting because now, you know, she could try envisioning herself in these places and, totally. and what is life going to look like there for her and like going someplace. Y'all, you, for me, I grew up in so many different places. We moved a lot. So I'm not California born and raised. So yes, I occasionally get an itch where I'm like, wouldn't it be nice to go somewhere completely different? I'm one of those. And my husband goes, no, not really. And I'm like, <laughs> 
Mm, well, you didn't move as much as I did. Right. No, <laughs> totally. Here's the other thing that I found if you're using the Common App. So we have been using the Common App, which I love, love, love. Um, I would just say touch base with your student because there were some places. It's so interesting. Immaturity has so much to do with just lack of experience. Mm -hmm. And my daughter has filled out a few applications for her first little job, but this is like her first big application. Wow. Um, she filled out a few for Girl Scouts for like her gold award, but this one, there's some areas in the Common App where it's talking about clubs um, where I know she could respond stronger. And I'm glad I went in and just touched base after she had finished. Okay, before you press submit, let me just. And she had almost, and I think the hard thing right now is our students have to think about what they did last year versus most seniors are thinking about what they're currently doing, yeah, right? Yeah. Our, our schools are kind of sort of having clubs. They're not doing a great job with the clubs, mm. but that extracurricular option is still there on those applications. And so it might be beneficial. It was for me to help her think through. And I actually, what I did is I had her go through her Instagram feed and say, look, remember when you posted about this? What, why isn't this event featured? Like you organized that event, didn't you? You did, what did you do to help that event? And she, you know, she was like, oh yeah. Like, I think all of us kind of forget all the things we do, but I think because our students are so removed from school social activities, right? that some of their ability to present themselves strong has been lessened because they're now at home and they forgot the day when they used to help with the float, you yeah. know, like she did yeah. a lot of float decorating. She loved that, yeah. you know, for the school. Um, like <laughs> she didn't have that anywhere yeah. on her application. So you know, I, I do know that there's some things that we may just need to touch base. Obviously, I let her complete the application herself. She did it. It was all her words. But just to say, okay, before you press submit, can we just go through? Because there were some ways that she was shortchanging herself. Right. And I 100% believe it was because of her distance from those activities. Yeah. Um, and you forget. I mean... COVID has had a way of taking all of us and changing our memories yes. and remembering, you know, what used to be. So it's good to just touch base with them. I think I probably was a little bit more controlling on the application process. You know, <laughs> like, let's do it. And we, we sat together. I will say that, but some of it, I kind of was a little controlling and making sure it was, um, and I, no, let's word it like this, <laughs> you know, but other than that, like, it's just such an exciting time, but it's hard for them to remember what did I do last year? Because Yes. Last year, all last school year seems like a blur. It ended early. Well, yeah, they <laughs> didn't even get the whole thing. Right. And so I even had her put and I touched base with, again, one of my college uh, counselor friends. Could she put things she planned but didn't happen? And they said yes, because if your student had put the work into a particular yeah. event or activity or project, but it kind of got because of COVID discombobulated. They should still get credit and recognition for that initiation, awesome. for that leadership, and all that. So that's another um, point that I would not have. I would have. I actually went out and reached out and asked because I wasn't certain. I felt like is that ethical to talk about those things? She did do that work, but it didn't happen. And so 
they would just say, you know, canceled because of COVID kind of in a parentheses at the end, right. but planned this, organized this, structured this, you know, all the different things that you did, obviously it didn't happen. Um, and you have to kind of put that kind of parenthetically. Um, but if you are in that process, help, help your baby, help your baby, because I think, um, I think it's hard. It's hard for me to think about what I was doing last year. <laughs> I, think, I think I think that's really important to touch upon um, because it is a different process this year putting in applications for college than it normally is. Um, so I hope we've given people some tips. Um, you can always reach out to us directly too. Um, Definitely. I supplied Claire with a spreadsheet I used for <laughs> comparing schools. That's the one thing I will say. Kian's spreadsheet, you guys know I love a good spreadsheet. So her spreadsheet is going to come in real handy once our acceptances yes. come in. But I also created a, just a college calendar yes. for my child about when those deadlines are happening, right? Because the private schools, we kind of did the early one to try to get out the way. This month is kind of like the UCs and then Cal State's open in November. So just help your child chunk those things together um, so that they kind of can think about, okay, get all the private schools they want to apply to out of the way. Hopefully they're all in the common app. Some of them aren't, right? All the HBCUs, if that's what your child is interested in, there's one um, way you can apply to all of those at the same time, similar to the common app. Yeah. Obviously, the UCs have their own system. You can apply to all the UCs using the same system. And then the Cal States. And I can't imagine other states don't have that same type of system where their state okay. schools are chunked together when they have multiple um, schools. Yeah. Oh, so I would. Hopefully this information, I mean, helps somebody. There's got to be some of our listeners out there that are in the same situation you're in um, and that I've been through and that I will be through going through again in two years when I'm pulling my hair out again. Because <laughs> um, let me tell you, it is stressful. But if you get yourself organized, I yes. think what Claire was getting towards, get yourself organized, is that it will make the process a little bit easier if you're organized and you have a system. Totally. And then lastly, I'll just say, know your baby. I, my oldest is a very driven child. She always has been girl. She came out on her own time um, frame. Listen, she was two weeks late. She came out when she wanted to come. Yeah. So she, ha yeah, so she is that way in everything. I know my baby boy is going to be a very different process. He's just like, eh, 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 this will happen. Maybe it won't happen. He's just a different kid. And just like Kiana and her sister are very different people, you have to know how to encourage your child. So for my oldest, who is very, very driven, very goal-driven, it's been a lot more kind of cheering, suggesting, refining, mm -hmm. being that editor. But at the same time, like once she kind of got the idea that she could either get a fee waiver, she was off to the races, right? Or kind of um, get that um, a discounted uh, deposit, you know, certificate or whatever. She was off to the races, like collecting tons of those kind of like coins. I know with my son, it's going to be, I'm probably going to do a lot more handholding um, just because he's a different kid. And so exactly. I would say, know your baby, you know how they're motivated. Exactly. This is one of the most important processes of their life, particularly yep. um, for, you know, students of color who 
might very well be disenfranchised, or this might be your child's very first, um, your child might be the first one in your family to be applying to college. If that's the case, don't go alone. I, I have told you, I have reached out to my friends multiple times. I went to college, my mom went to college, my husband went to college. Still, this process is unique and different. Reach out to your school counselor. If your school counselor is not supportive, reach out to friends or reach out to us. Like yeah. any baby that wants to go to college should go to college. I 100% believe that at the core of my heart. If your child is okay with going to junior college, there's no ain't no shame in going to junior college. My husband has a master's degree. He started at a junior college. So, but there are also processes to make sure that your child is applying to a junior college so that they get guaranteed transfers right. into a four-year university. So even if that's your choice, ask some questions to make sure your baby is getting the most bang for their buck um, and getting lots of time. But we are so excited. I'm so excited for my baby girl. This is such an exciting time. It certainly looks differently than either one of us had expected this year to look, but we are going to make the most of, most of it. And I am so excited watching her mature, right? There's some areas where she is just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's starting to happen. I see those, that this little baby bud starting to blossom <laughs> into, you know, a woman. And that's so exciting. And of course, there are other days where she just behaves like a teenager. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> just wait a couple years from now. It's going to look totally different. Like I know my son two years ago when we were going through the process, and now he's totally a different person, but he had, he grew so much in that year away at school. Yes. Just because they have to become more independent and they have to yep. start doing some of that critical thinking on their own and just figuring things out on their own. And you know, when your kid says to you for the first time, no, mom, I've got it. I, I got it. You're like, all right, they got it. All right. <laughs> Hang in there, parents. It's coming. But if this process, if you're having any difficulty or you have any questions, reach out to us because we have lots of resources and we can help guide you through this process because it is um, a fun one, but it also is a stressful one and there's yes. a lot involved. So we want to be a support system for you all. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode tremendously. And if you know somebody who could use this episode because they're going through it right now, yes, please share this episode with them. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if this episode blessed you in any way, please pick three moms that you know and share this episode with them. We'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation on Instagram at you underscore I underscore M-A-M-A-S on Facebook at um, Unapologetically Imperfect on Twitter at you underscore I underscore mamas on YouTube at unapologetically imperfect and on our website at www.unapologeticallyimperfect.net. Have a blessed day, UI mamas. And remember being the best mom is not about being perfect. It's about being perfectly perfectly you. you.